Hey guys, it's Vanessa, owner of Beauty Society. Today I'm here with Lucy, my lash tech, and we're going to be talking to you about some things we wish we knew when we started lashing or just started our business. So she's going to do a little introduction about herself and then we'll get into the topic. Hi guys, my name is Lucy, owner of Celestial Beauty Bar. I've been lashing for about over a year now and I started working with Vanessa for what's about to be six months. And we kind of just wanted to discuss, you know, some things that we wish we would have known before lashing. You know, things that I feel every lash artist struggles with, every lash artist is bound to struggle with. And um, yeah, let's get into it. All right, cool. Um, first topic, clients are not your friends. <laughs> so as horrible some. as this sounds... Um, People are always going to be trying to find a way to not pay in the beginning or finesse you. Yeah, try to be cheap about it. And you have to know um, the way to kind of manage that. And I guess it would be just setting boundaries from the very start. Just kind of like, you know... You have to book between the two to three week um, gap and you must have 50% of your lashes still on your eyes uh, for it to be considered a refill. But even then, um, we recently implemented only booking refills through text instead of leaving it on our online booking site because you give the client the freedom to book the refill whenever they want. And a lot of clients will obviously take advantage and choose the cheaper option, which would be the refill. And when they actually come in and you're on a tight schedule, you end up not being able to actually fill them up completely because they came in with like less than 50% of their lashes. And then it just becomes a whole issue. Some people are, I guess, afraid to charge their client the full set when it actually is a full set or let their client know and this kind of just um blocks that whole situation out and if the client does text you and it's been four weeks or three weeks or more you can kind of just have them send you a photo of what their lashes look like and then go from there it's difficult too because it's always the people closest to you that kind of want to take advantage like yeah like it'll never be the client that you found like through Instagram or like on the street or like networking either it's always like your aunt or like you know like a cousin who like it's it's harder to set those boundaries with because you do feel like you have that personal connection but you know at the end of the day you have to think in terms of business and like if they're not respecting you they're not respecting your business so you know drawing boundaries from the beginning is also you know it's it's super important because no one's gonna do it for you (laughs) Right. So, yeah, definitely setting up that first boundary of like refills, I think, is huge. Being on time for appointments is also a big one. Um, I feel like, oh, I'm running 10 minutes late. I'm running 15 minutes late just because they feel like they have that friendly connection with you. Happened to me a lot in the beginning, actually, because because I didn't have a lot of clients, um, I let a lot of things slide and that was a mistake from my part and I obviously see why it happens Um, but now that I'm further into my business 
and I don't have mercy and I'm like I know what I'm looking for in a client it's like I I do build that friendly connection but there's that line of respect where it's like you're not gonna outdo that you know where it's like if you're 15 minutes late your appointment is canceled sorry whether you're my friend or whether you're a new client or whatever it is you know um like there's definitely just a line of respect for my work you know I'm one person and who I am when it comes to work is a completely different person and you need to learn to set that boundary so definitely build that friendly connection with your client but don't let them take advantage of you just because you want to seem like the good person so they continue to be your client right I feel like that's so huge like that happened to me so much in the beginning I had a client once that like I guess it was kind of both ways like she had like she was well off so I was like okay let me you know treat this person with that kind of like extra kindness so they stay as my client and Mm -hmm. they bring their friends and whatever and it ended up just working out so bad because she would like not show up or be like oh I'm running 20 minutes late and then show up like an hour late and then she's like oh you know I actually do need a full set and I'm like all I have is 30 minutes so then I'll back up all my other clients just for her and like I think about it now and it's like such a rookie mistake because all I was doing was hurting those other clients Mm -hmm. that were there waiting for me Mm -hmm. because I was prioritizing this one person that I ended up firing as a client Mm -hmm. which was like whatever rookie mistake like you live and you learn and it is what it is um what else do you think it's all a matter of also finding like what works for you because for some people you know after the 10-15 minutes they just cancel your appointment and they don't take you at all versus some people you know they'll still accept you if you're late you just there's no sort of discount for the service you know you still have to pay full price you know if you want to come an hour late sure you know there's 30 minutes left of your appointment but i'm gonna do what i can because ultimately it was up to you who got here late you know what i mean so when it comes to like policies and like setting the boundaries with your business and with you know clients and stuff it's really a matter of what works for you you know just find what you feel comfortable with find what you think would benefit you and your business as well and then kind of just go about that and don't ever think outside of that box you know like respect your boundaries you're the first one that has to you know show that you're serious about it or else you know your clients are never going to take you serious yeah no one's going to take you serious um okay what else do you what what do you wish you would have known before i think pricing is a big one pricing is a big one i think that's like the biggest thing that i see in the industry everyone's like wow if i just price myself cheap then i'll just gain all these clients and all you're really doing is like ruining your reputation and ruining your future as and you're killing yourself too because now you're like trying to squeeze in 10 clients in one day and they're all paying like 50 dollars yeah versus like having two to three clients that are paying you right like 200 dollars exactly you're working less making more money and it's just like it's the smarter thing to do at the end of the day and it's like when you charge cheap like do you want to be the walmart or do you want to be the chanel you know and like chanel didn't start by being cheap like as stupid as it sounds like that's really what it is you know like you you want to target the people that can pay these prices because at the end of the day like you want to make as much money as possible right i think it's just a matter of like what 
audience are you looking for right. specifically like if you want to charge 50 dollars yeah you best believe your book is going to be filled but guess what chances are none of those clients or nine out of ten of those clients that are paying the fifty dollars they probably won't stick around by the time you actually decide to level up and not raise your that, prices but you know? the client that's paying fifty dollars for a service finds sally in the corner charging 42 and she's leaving you because she's not going to you for your quality of work she's going to you for your cheap prices so right. it's re- you're just really like screwing yourself over in reality yeah so definitely pricing is a big one like you know you can start with soft prices and like you know not do that two hundred dollars for a full set but definitely what 150 dollars for a volume full set 170 dollars for a full set and then eventually bring that up to 280 or so you know once you gain that experience but definitely not like volume full set like 80 bucks definitely i mean i made that mistake and i quickly learned that that wasn't going to get me anywhere right um but it also comes with knowing that you can charge that because you have the proper education behind it another big topic that we can go over Mm -hmm. properly educating yourself like so many horrible yeah i mean dude like you know i'm sure you can find like a lash extension starter kit on amazon and i'm sure there's countless videos on youtube you know kind of teaching you the basics but that's kind of all you're gonna get you know the basics and there's just so much more that That goes goes into into it it. versus like picking it up and placing like there's so much that goes into like one the technique overall right there's like millions of techniques and then two like the back end of it like you know like talking to your clients you know consulting with yourself what do i want making it an experience and you know i mean i i think the work speaks for itself you know the person who like invested in themselves and invested in their business and put down an arm and a leg for quality right education versus the person who kind of just learned off tiktok like right. you'll be able to tell the difference right. you know right, and right, it's right. not only just looks you know because i've come to find that a lot of lash artists you look at their page and their work looks great right but say that client comes in for you for a removal it looks good from afar but then you actually look at the work and it's nothing but like clusters and right. just a bunch of other things that damage the natural lash health and yeah. i feel like that's something that's so overseen especially nowadays where lashing is it's becoming such like a big you know you can find a it's lash like tag in do- every corner and it's like doing your nails exactly. like it's become like as casual you know right. it's not just like for an event but because of that i mean it's a good thing because yeah there's more people doing it but it's for a reason you know there's demand that's being asked for so great everybody wants to be a lash tech now the thing is um you know just finding a quality lash tech lash artist because at the end of the day it doesn't benefit you to have like a beautiful lash set if when you go remove it you have zero lashes left that you can't even put mascara on or some people like it's like ugly lashes and you can tell it's like bad work and i'm just like oh i feel so bad for you i mean yeah but at that point that's like (laughs) what the person is choosing for themselves right but no definitely it's important to like look into someone who actually cares about your natural health because you know at the end of the day like lashes extensions are temporary i mean right. you can get them for as long as you want but they're not forever right you know so you want to make sure that you find somebody that cares about your natural lash health it's like going to a hair 
you know someone who does hair and being like oh i want this and them knowing that your hair probably wouldn't be able to take that they do it anyways right for either the looks of it or to take your money because right. they can mm-hmm. you know the versus someone always. who although the client might not like to hear it i'm sure they take into consideration the fact that hey this person advised me not to do what i wanted even though i really wanted it right you know they because care they about you kill know my hair or exactly. whatever it's yeah, the same, it's thing the same thing to lashes you know right i mean you know social media i think is also huge like the finding the clientele i feel we could literally do a whole other show on this Mm -hmm. but we can kind of touch up on it now like instagram has become so like you only go on instagram to see how perfect people's lives are at this point and it's not like raw at all like whatsoever and it's why i spend so little time on like personal instagram um but i feel like getting on a second platform was probably one of the best business decisions that i've made i mean i've been on tiktok for two months and although i don't have a crazy amount of followers like i have definitely gained more tiktok followers in a shorter time than i did instagram followers and it comes to show that like it's so much more organic and it's so easy to reach so many just regular people so it's like it's what instagram was when it launched in what 2014 2016 or whatever and it's like you you that needs to be taken advantage of like your first tiktok is gonna suck and the fifth one is gonna be better and the tenth is gonna be better and then it's just gonna be easy from there it's so much easier to to gain exposure through tiktok as long as the content looks good um and it doesn't have to be like this whole professional look you know it could be so raw and like it's easier it gains you the exposure and a lot of tiktok followers end up being instagram followers i gained 200 tiktok followers overnight and i gained 10 instagram followers from tiktok that same night but it just comes to show that difference like i don't gain tiktok followers off of instagram unless they're like my clients that it's like a personal relationship and they're doing it for support so um definitely the second um platform is is huge and like once you actually do it like, you'll really be like, damn, I wish I would have done this sooner. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where I'm at, you know, because one thing that this girl has been teaching me is, you know, like, just do it. Just do it because the more you sit and the more that you wait, and you just give it. yourself more time to doubt yourself, right. you know, versus right. just, like, thinking, like, five, four, three, two, one, let me just do this. Right. You know, like, I saw it myself. Like, at first, I was really uncomfortable and it was like super out of my comfort zone to kind of put myself out there more on instagram and like making reels and you know now i'm in the process of like making tiktoks and all of that but i can tell you like yeah at first i was super nervous for my first reel but my first reel did better than any other post like that, that had i had on instagram before, and it kind right? of like it kind of like does something to you you know it was you, like you, a self-esteem you boost. feel it's a confidence you know boost. so i definitely you know i advise you know you take yourself serious on social media do what feels uncomfortable yeah you know do it anyways mess up you're gonna mess up right you know but as long as you start like a year from now you're gonna be so much further than you waiting till like because the truth is like you can't wait to be who you want to be who you want 
you know, if you keep on waiting, like, oh, one day I'm going to be this, one day I'm going right. to be that, you're going to be, like, 60, 70, 80 years old, and you're never going to be that right. person, because right. it's not like you're going to wake up as that person one day, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's all mind over slow, matter, so... Slow progress. In a way, fake it till you make it, and right. eventually, every single day of pretending to be this person, one day you're going to wake up, and you're going to be that person, yeah. you know? So, it's all a matter of, like, building those habits, you know? And yeah. Cool. I mean, I think we'll close it off here because it's been a little while. I don't want to make this too long. Um, yeah, look forward to teaching the community a lot more about this. I think we have a lot to share. Um, I think we have a lot of knowledge to give for, you know, people entering this industry. And it's, it's only going to keep growing. So why not take advantage of that starting now? And... Yeah, thank you for watching. And this was Lucy, so get used to seeing more of her. (laughs) And thank you.